All right, we are live. Welcome to another episode of Roasting Marshmallows. My name is Rolf Suit and I am your host. So way back in episode 13, we discussed mob programming, or also known as ensemble programming, with Woody Zoll. Uh, and while we think this topic deserves more widespread recognition and adoption, there's no denying that uh, its older cousin, or relative, if you will, pair programming, is uh, more well-known and being done more across the industry. Uh, of course, pairing is not limited to just programming, though. Uh, for example, studies have shown that kindergartners sharing an iPad enables them to learn more and score better on certain tests, most likely due to forcing them to collaborate, which in turn emphasizes communication and sharing alternative viewpoints. Collaboration and communication are the key words here, and increasing that will eventually yield significant benefits, such as increased quality, widespread knowledge, and improved morale. These things will all contribute to a higher productivity. So today, in the Roasting Marshmallows uh, podcast here, we will be discussing the benefits, but also the drawbacks of uh, pairing. So uh, I'm joined today by actually four colleagues now, like this is going to be the first podcast that we're going to do with uh, five people here. So it might uh, end in pure chaos, but we'll see. So uh, welcome, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks, Olf. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. So how are you guys doing? Well, I hope Pretty it won't be complete chaos. Depends a bit on you, actually, but... Uh we shall see. I'll try to keep yeah. you guys. Uh, it tells more about the host than the yes. guest. Really? Yeah. Am I gonna? Well, I started this with kindergartners, so am I gonna be? Uh, <laughs> you know, you went for it. <laughs> the teacher that's gonna keep you guys in check. <coughs> nah, I think it's gonna be fine. So, uh, yeah, Panche, uh, you actually suggested talking about this topic because you and Sylvester actually uh, paired together, right? On um, on not something programming related, but. Uh, definitely uh, work related and uh, the experience was actually pretty good right well let's come let's come to the conclusion at the end <laughs> um, oh, that's me. but okay. the reason uh, the reason was i was more motivated um, i kind of looked at some of the ways i had done a lot of work also in the past and some of the ways of working we have had in like previous uh, uh, job positions and one of the things that we came up then was wherever possible always always he's out, he's out, he's out for you guys yeah yeah he's out he's working pairs could you uh could you repeat uh oh. that sentence no, because no, you seem to be well. lagging a bit oh really so the wind so is actually is having more of an impact than we yeah. uh, thought rolf we lost you hello trying to yeah, repeat pansy pansy we lost you before that all right good start man can you hear me now <laughs> yeah for now, okay. and now I so think uh, maybe we'll lost. skip Pancha for now and see if he can uh, resolve his uh, his connectivity issues here. So, uh, uh, and he, did you maybe uh, did you maybe have some good experience pairing, or was it uh, horrible for you? In no, the past? I think. Uh, well, I think most of the experience I had with pairing they were like pretty positive. It just took me seven years to know that I was pairing wrong. And how, how, why were you pairing wrong then? Because you were just sitting there doing nothing, or? Exactly. I either I was sitting there observing, mm -hmm. and I don't think that's the most effective or better way of doing, or even the right way of doing padding, mm -hmm. or I was basically took over the control, took over the everything, and just let people watch what I was doing. Yeah. And uh, so I think this is the most ineffective way of how to do padding. And then I can understand why people don't like it because you yeah. don't solve anything. Yeah. Passive, uh, passive programming, really. Exactly. Yeah. So what is your preferred who way? Who do you then? think? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that is uh, the proper way, I guess, <laughs> in my point of view, that the person who is in the keyboard should not do anything 
that the other person is not asking them to do it. And if you actually want to get your ideas into the through the computer, it should be yeah, like would you say by someone else's hand. Yeah, like described. Basically, the smart input device. Exactly. But if you flip it around and say like, okay, the guy at the keyboard is gonna just be like loud with everything that he's doing, like, okay, I'm gonna now start doing this and then have a conversation while actually accepting input from the other as well. Do you think that would work? No, I don't think so. I think it's very easy. You get on your own head and then because it happened to me, you get like yeah. in a bug or in a problem and then you start, oh, let me just try this. Let's just me try that. And then eventually the other person is just like, okay. And then you go in a lazy mode. I don't, I don't, I, I never seen it work myself. Right. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so Pancha, how is your uh, connectivity now? Check, check. Yeah, testing one, two, three. Yeah. So uh, could you uh, try again with the story about uh, you and Sylvester pairing on something? And then you said like, okay, let's start with the conclusion. <laughs> now let's uh, come to the conclusion at the end of the story I said, because you asked if it was good or bad. Uh, okay. uh, yeah. The whole idea about pairing, I think, <coughs> came to me a few years ago. And I, at the time I was working as um, in a different role that I'm working now, I was uh, uh, coordinating a, a team of well, consultants, so people who were working as project managers, business analysts, or scrum masters, or product owners. And what we, for a long time, what we did is we would start a project and have like one person kind of coordinate the whole thing. And um, it was up until a point that I was involved in one of the projects, then I realized, actually, this is not a really a good idea. I think I would really benefit from having one of my colleagues um, parallel next to me to kind of help me with, well, the blind spots that I have inherently and that we all have. Um, yeah, man. So we really needs to put in, uh, put in the cable. So yeah. can you imagine the pairing experience from my end? This was dreadful, man. Yeah, was it? Uh, <laughs> was the connection bad for you? Yeah, man, I couldn't understand him. Okay. Hmm. Neither well, can so you. But then I guess it brings the question, does padding work when the internet connection doesn't work remotely? No. As proven, no. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, that was an easy answer. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, uh, Panche was trying to explain the, you know, the benefits of pairing and, uh, and he came with the, uh, the drawbacks of pairing. So do, do you guys think there's, uh, you know, more drawbacks of, of pairing? Because I think it's easy to, to, to talk about like the positive points and uh, because like a, a, a drawback that a lot of people say like, oh man, now I have to pay two programmers or two people to do a single job and then that doubles the yeah. cost. Um, which I think is uh, not really an argument because yeah, if you do work together on something and you share the knowledge and you, you know, you you probably are more productive with two people than you are with two single people. Uh, mm -hmm. but, but how do you prove the increased productivity? Do you guys think there are metrics to be uh, Yeah, I to think it starts with like how this? do you prove how productive a single person is? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, but let's say, but, but because like, of course, we're not going to go into the discussion about story points and all this stuff, but like, because usually when you pair on stuff, I don't know, like, does the velocity go up or d does the the amount of bugs go down maybe? Like, how do you track the, effect the, the effectiveness of, of pairing? I have no idea, oh. man. <laughs> it's just like how no, you I track the effectiveness of anything. Output output outcome. 
Yeah, but you, you want to compare it, right? So you say like you need to track effectiveness period and then just compare single, like single people working versus pairs working. But then still, are you tracking output or are you tracking outcomes? Because if you're tracking output, sure, probably the single person is going to be faster. Mm -hmm. yeah. But does it matter what they are doing? So I would say it's like how in the past we compare productivity of software development by lines of code, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You can write a full Bible on it and it still deliver nothing. Yeah. And I think the comparison becomes hard because, yeah, in theory... If you compare output, I think one is going to be faster. Yeah. But that's my point of view. Yeah. yeah I so cannot you, prove you it. You could argue for, okay, we have now a pull request or something. So you could say maybe your your time between actually writing something and it going to the production becomes shorter. So maybe that's a metric I could imagine mm -hmm. comparing because mm -hmm. you don't need mm -hmm. to do all the manual steps. Yeah. But other than that, I, yeah. Nobody has an answer, man. So, Rolf, what is your answer? Uh, well, I think, uh, um, you know, output, indeed, what, what Enrique is saying is like, okay, is that a relevant metric or not? And uh, while you could argue that outcome is a lot more relevant, uh, but I think the dangers of that is that outcome is usually attributed to the entire company rather than just two people working on, like, a feature or on something. Um, so... Yeah, and then it be, it's it's really hard to say like, oh, you know, we have a single guy working on something and then the outcome is this and then oh, it's all thanks to, you know, this guy that, that, that worked or this pair that made that made it work. Um, so I think it is it is okay to look at, like, let's say the quality of the work uh, uh, produced, for example, and try to compare that. And uh, the quality, like, how do you, how do you uh, measure quality? Well, I mean, I think every company has their own ways of, of measuring it, be it, uh, you know, good or bad, I don't know, but uh, I think that's up to the company. Uh, so yeah, I think the amount of bugs, for example, uh, attract in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the last six or seven months, maybe, I don't know, is, is, is a good way to, uh, to track the effectiveness. And, uh, and also just like, yeah, how, how happy are you in, in your work? Because I find it mm. a lot more enjoyable to pair with someone that is you know, it, it doesn't have to be someone that's better than me or just as good as me. Uh, and I don't even mind pairing with a junior, for example, and then teaching uh, him or her something. Uh, but it is a, very enjoyable to work with a peer that is comparable and uh, you can have, you know, an intelligent discussion yeah. on, on things that you're doing and really, you know, having the arguments like well, why you're doing something or why you should not do it or, you know, the, the gaps that you're, that you're missing. Mm. And, and to me, that is one of the most... Uh, important things of pairing. So, I would argue so you can also learn from the junior. Yeah, I, and I think that's the hard part, to be honest, because I paired a few times with a real junior. And then you go in the situation, well, if you want to do it the official way, right, you let him have the keyboard to be the smart input device. But you could debate if they are really the smart input device. And I think it's frustrating, right? You have to tell them, like, maybe even, even yep. every line or every detail how do you deal with that? Because I think it's frustrating. Wow, I think you just have to learn how to be patient. That's not my thing, man. <laughs> well, no one says pairing has to take the entire day, right? Exactly. You could say, like, man, let's just let's pair until, like, I don't know, from 9 to 11. Just do two hours and, uh, you know, and then just accept that those two hours are 
for onboarding or for training or you know to 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 help someone else out and hopefully you get something out of it as well and i think if if i touch back what you said rof about the quality uh, at least with me sometimes in the past before i was doing like for example test driven development i would write my code first and write the test later and mm -hmm. with the padding somehow we always wrote test but if i was alone sometimes i would not do it but with padding somehow there's this peer pressure of we know we should do it i'm watching you let's do it and then yeah. in yeah. the end i believe my quality was higher uh i can't prove it but i believe so because yeah. we had this you know come on man let's take a shortcut no because in the end we're gonna pay for it so let's just do it right now yeah so i noticed myself that yeah we got better uh and another thing that i noticed with myself was uh i didn't stay like in analysis paralysis sometimes you just wonder like how should i do this code how well should i do this code and then you just keep thinking keep thinking and then with a pair you just get unstuck much quicker yeah i think and that's the biggest i'm not even talking about I'm not even talking about those bugs that you don't see a coma yep. that takes you half day and then with a pair, mostly it never really happened to me. But alone it happens yeah, countless times. Yeah. So you know, you, know the, you, you know those situations when you are stuck with a problem and you try to ask somebody to help you and you're explaining the problem and in the process of explanation you actually solve it yourself and you're like, oh, never mind, I got it. Yeah. So I yeah, think rubber ducking. Rubber ducking. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so that when you are actually working with another person, is it again broken then my connection? No, no you just have a little man. bit of a lag, it seems. Ah. Yeah. And I like that people say rubber ducking and you go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Sorry. No. Yeah. Weirdest episode ever. Uh, then you have a lot more chance of actual actual thinking of putting your your thoughts into words and uh, figuring out these solutions when you're talking to somebody instead of when you're talking to yourself while you're thinking that you're talking to yourself yeah but then like maybe going back to the question that rove had maybe now punch can actually answer then like pair program is mostly like a development thing at least was yeah. somehow invented on it or not uh, at least we know in our context but how was it for you guys, you punch and Sylvester, to work in a proposal and something that is not per se, yeah, programming? Okay. Well, for me, this is not the first time that I work with other people on non-programming activities. I think I've done it with, well, basically almost everybody here for a bit. With Arno, with Rolf, I've done it. I don't know with Enrique, with yep. you, if, I, if I've done it. Uh, but it for me, it's generally you're talking to other people and also it was experience now with Sylvester we both tend to um, catch different aspects of the things that people are, are saying so I would pick up subtle things that are more interested uh, in the domains maybe for me on maybe on on, on process or uh, people's intentions in the background of uh, how their emotions are how they're speaking and then Sylvester will pick up a lot more things on um, maybe the technical domain or um, that for me would be, uh, yeah, not that interesting maybe uh, at the moment. And then together we can p put the puzzle. And that was, at least for me, was it's been always beneficial to either confirm my thoughts with somebody else or somebody else covering my blind spots. But it would make it better but overall. 
Oh, definitely. Oh, yes. Way better. Oh, definitely. Oh, we have our and issues in working together because you also, I think that's actually a challenge of starting to pair. It's intense and you need to uh, somehow sync up your communication or something. Or you sync up you your way to, of you working. Have to be nice and, uh, <laughs> well, not really. Oh. Sorry. Well, yes. But <laughs> well, so it's not about being nice. It was not about being nice. It was about finding a way to talk to one another. Like Sylvester and I used to fight like twice a day. Debate, the debate, debate, debate. No, we you used to fight. You can the of his voice. Uh, but we haven't had that the last few weeks, and I think we, we learned. And that was one of the drawbacks in pairing is, oh, Jesus, I need to do this with this person who I, uh, I cannot deal with that right now. So how do you guys deal with that when you're like, okay, I have to pair with somebody? Or do you just choose to pair with people that you gel with? Well, depends on the case. Uh, I think most of the time, uh, I, yeah, I don't think I have a lot of uh, issues with uh, like padding with people. I can be quite, let's say, flexible, but I do have difficulties with uh, what Arnold said as well, like padding with somebody who is very slow. You know, it's more like yeah. uh, if if the brain doesn't sync, you know, you are like always like two steps ahead. That that's a bit tiring more than. Uh, how to say differences of personalities mm -hmm. that's I think that's okay yeah. and uh, and yeah in the end I stopped as soon as I'm tired and then I'm kind of okay man mm -hmm. I think it's better if we uh, go different ways for for the rest of the day I think that was our yeah. approach with Sylvester as well <laughs> he was three steps behind all the time right? uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not from his no, perspective <laughs> But what's interesting to me is that when you're building something, like when you're working on a product or something, um, you know, you get input from like a product owner or, you know, from a customer saying like, I want, you know, you guys got to build this, right? And then there's acceptance criteria, right? So it's pretty clear, like you don't have a discussion usually about what it is, what you're building, what the outcome is, well as, you know, you guys working on a proposal for a possible customer, you know, there's not really clear what the outcome is because you can help a customer in several different ways, right? Mm -hmm. So was there, you know, was there any discussion about that? Like, okay, what it is that we're going to be doing? And that might be, to me, the most difficult part here. Actually, for do me, you want to do this, Sylvester? Okay. Organically grew. Yeah, I started. Yeah, ahead, I'll wait for your leg to catch up. <laughs> so, but I, I think this is the part that actually organically grew. While you're talking to people, while you're discussing things, you end up, okay, maybe this works and you validate and along the way, kind of like a plan comes together. That's the part that just worked. Um, so if I may, uh, if, if I may add something to this, uh, Rolf, you said yep. uh, when a product owner or a client has a requirement, it's quite clear. Well, I wouldn't say that is always the case. Because uh, we had a lot of debates about what actually people meant when they said certain things. And mm -hmm. how do we um, deal with our own presuppositions and our own uh, assumptions about what people have meant when they said. And I think having two people in that conversation like really help, helps with this. And then yeah. we, can, we, can, we can negotiate with the two of us. And if it's not clear, then, then we say, okay, we need to ask this. Instead of going one person, oh, this is what I understood, I move with it. So this is what I mean more about the yeah, blind yeah. spots. Uh, 
Yeah, and to be fair, I think a product owner or a customer should also be talking to the developer. It's not pairing per se, but I, I'm actually against, yeah, no, just write talking. it down and then let's build it because this is what they want. No, but different story. <clears throat> yeah, like estimations. No, but I, okay. Yeah. yeah, wait, different story. So if I go back to the padding, right? Like uh, one thing that at least I remember now that I found it sometimes hard is that uh, you are trying some, I don't know, technical thing. You need to do a lot of Googling. You need to do a lot of experimenting because you just don't know how to do it. Those, I actually have serious difficulties with padding because I prefer to do that by myself. I prefer yeah. to just open Google, try my own things. I don't like padding in those conditions. Are you guys the same? Or? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, why is that? Because are you afraid to show like, hey, I don't know this? Are you afraid No, to it's show just more because history. I'm more impatient. It's more, in, yeah, my browser history, but it's mostly I'm impatient. <laughs> I'm impatient of the, the process that is slow. I just want to yeah, try right. things very quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, it just feels like I would be much quicker if I could just do my way. Of course, yeah. it's not based on anything, but it's, uh, it's just this feeling that I have that like, okay, now I want to be by myself. Yeah, I have better Googling skills than you. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the same. So as soon as it becomes experimentation, just start, okay. And then kind of, well, it, it kind of flows into, okay, we're both using laptops or keyboards now to Google and at some point merge back. I think well, it's, it's just because you have too many options, like you have just to have a lot. Because you just don't know. Because if you are developing, you always have like maybe two, three, four options, and then you can debate it. But if you just don't know, they're like just too much. Yeah, but you need to try them as well. So it's just that the process of trying to say, hey, Google this, and then the person Googles, like, hey, copy this code. Yeah, and the person is like trying to copy this code, and they, hey, let's paste this code. It's just like instructions for a trial yeah. that uh, the person is like, okay, but why? And I don't know, it just feels. I well, have no wrong. I I can, um, I Is think. Okay. No. Yeah. Can I can I weigh in a bit? Go Maybe you guys it. can catch up with my yeah. lagginess. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so how annoying is this to pair? So how annoying is to pair with somebody who has a lag? Yeah, we asked this question when you had a lag, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. But I think it doesn't right, yeah. work. <laughs> But uh, to the point that Enrique is raising, I think you're, you're actually uh, talking about two different aspects of collaborating. One is when you are actually creating some, something together that's engaging. But the, but the other aspect, when you're Googling, it's more the research part. And the research, you can like, yeah, you can, I can do that on my own. But the, the actual engaging part is when we put our thoughts and our ideas together to, to build something that, 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 that has some results. So I think there probably is uh, something to that. I don't know, because like why the, the, the thing that I don't have any problems with that is to do that as a pair as well. Is because, I mean, it's always cool to have the solution and you have to commit and, you know, you have everything done and it's going to go to production. But the journey to get there, if it's a shared journey with a shared understanding, with multiple people saying like, okay, we tried this and we tried that and it worked or it didn't work. To me, that builds camaraderie because you've been through the you know the trenches together yeah, yeah. With, with with stuff that failed and uh, yeah it, it builds a shared understanding and uh, also maybe a shared sense of accomplishment if that means anything but uh, so yeah I have no problems uh, yeah going on a on a little you, research journey together for sure you are definitely the nicest one among all of us <laughs> and like even sometimes when I probably even think I know the answer and the other person starts googling I just yeah, I just wait it out, man, and, and man, wait until they come to so the So much patience, man. 
Yeah, Zen. That, that's that's impressive. You guys all have children. You you should be patient as well. No, man. Maybe that's why we are not. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like judgment, though. You should be patient. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, you should it should be nothing. But it it's it's definitely interesting to. Uh, yeah, I think it's interesting at least to see someone trying something and coming to a realization that maybe you've made months ago, and to really see the to see the growth. I don't know. I think it's uh, I think it's yeah. pretty cool. So now now to make the the problem a bit more complex, right? So yep. I had a talk with a colleague uh, actually two days ago. We went after work, went to a bar, and we were talking about now this new uh, how do you say sexual harassment scandals that are happening in uh, in Holland. Are you and, carrying uh, on that? Base <laughs> we are not paying, but we are drinking, so you could say so. We are trying to clarify. But then he was talking about this uh, thing that in the past he would, you know, hug women or he would put their hand in their shoulders. And But now, even though if they was fine both sides from both ways, now he doesn't feel like doing that. Mm -hmm. And maybe my question is a bit weird, but like when you pair, do you actually touch the other person? Do you hug the other person? Do you... I've got to start with does a make bit weird. Yeah. Uh, yes, but I don't know. I'm just because he said he does this normally, and I'm like, I don't remember hugging anybody for petting, you know? No, <laughs> so I just man. wonder. No, sorry. Maybe if you have the, a huge success at the end, maybe, I don't know. No rap bump, no high five, no. Uh, high five, maybe. Yeah, actually, yeah. I remember do, with uh, Anno, where we did oh. a form of extreme pairing. We both had a keyboard and both had a mouse, and that's, uh, that's actually uh, a good tip. Right. Yeah. Well, that was brilliant. Well, Sounds like Arno, you have a different experience. Answer my question first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bit messy. So you guys don't do any like there is no physical Just contact, the right? Contact. That's it. That's the maximum contact that you should expect from uh, uh, padding. Isn't that a cultural thing a little bit as well? I'm Brazilian, and I can tell you that in Brazil we, <laughs> we are very touched, but not that much. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it depends also on your, the relationship you have with the other person. It's, yeah. I, I hope know. so. Should you? Probably. It depends also what it is that you're working on when you're pairing. Let's just say coding. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Depends how they're comfortable, what they are uh, okay with, what you are okay with. Maybe they're touching you and you're not okay with them touching you. Because actually the, the reason I will ask this question is that I remember when I first read about pet programming and was in the book from Kent Back about extreme programming. And I remember a picture of there is this uh, guy sitting on the chair, leaning on the woman's side, and the woman is sitting half of the chair and half of her butt is outside of the chair. Like she's pushing herself out because the guy is getting too close, you know? And then it's like, uh, yeah, people have to be aware of this, right? When they are pairing, especially if they are not remote on face to face. And I found this uh, something, maybe people don't notice, maybe they do, I don't know. But you guys ever experienced like this uncomfortable thing with maybe a guy stinks next to you or his breath is horrible. Yes. Or his really? fingers are totally no, fat with me. food. <laughs> yes. Do you okay, say I mean, to them, hey guys, let's take a shower or, I mean, or I did, elaborate this story? I did have one story, colleague please. that uh, he was, you know, hugely overweight and he did have a bad smell sometimes, right? But, uh, but he was a tester and, uh, you know, as a software engineer, I write my own tests, so I never really, uh, never really had to pair with him. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good reason to write your things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, like, uh, no, the most annoying people that I had to pair with were, were people that just take zero, uh, that take zero, how do you say? Like when you make a suggestion and they just totally ignore it and go their own way. Uh, that is more annoying to me than, yeah. uh, you know, someone that might, uh, I don't know, skip shaving or skip showering. But like I said, I never had a, like a, a, a hygiene problem with any of my pair partners. <laughs> but did you, man? Like I cannot imagine you know. when you go to the office, you know, everyone makes an effort, you know, you put on some nice clothes maybe, and then like at least brush your teeth and some stuff like that. Like, Right. No, no, I, I never had that. Uh, it's more like uh, indeed sometimes it, just that the person gets too close and then sometimes like okay do we need to be like no. touching knees right now i don't think so so it's more like this uh yeah so too close different contact you move the keyboard a bit over there yeah but then they keep coming right it's just like uh different problem uh, man i don't Not know i, I became dutch man so no connection then, that then you there. stop pairing it's uh it's simple yeah, yeah. did you guys ever okay. maybe like Let's, paired uh, so much with a person that you know you don't like I don't know, you just uh, the other person programs exactly how you would as well, and like I don't know, you basically it's like one person. Like you cannot tell the difference if like maybe Arno made it or his pair partner made it. It's like yeah, it's it's one and the same. Yeah, like you stay you yeah, and flow like, together. Yeah, yeah, the other guy might be like no you way. might be uh, uh, typing, and the other guy might just like raise a finger, and then oh, I already know what you're gonna say. Let me just fix this r r real quick for you. Is there any point in keeping to pair at that point? Yes, because I think it's this fun. is the, the the dream. This is the dream, right? Like you find your perfect uh, uh, pairing partner. I, and I do think somehow, as we do that, I think when we get into the flow, we can get to that flow actually quite quick. When I, at least when I pair with you guys, and I pair mostly, I think. When my first week at Forest Scout, I had a job with Rolf, and then I was like, oh, this goes very quick. At least for yeah, me, man, I was junior, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were at Solid, man. <laughs> no, it was pretty fun, for sure. Yeah. yeah, but hopefully, like, whatever you end up with, the style of programming is a result of both people contributing yeah. to it. So there has been growth on both parties. Uh, in coming up with that uh, form of um, programming. Yeah. But I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's just about the style of program. It's more about how do you connect and how fast can you think? Or are you thinking at the same speed or in the same direction, same background? I don't know. There's lots to it that makes it... It's way too extreme. But yeah, well, flow is probably the best uh, definition. You just get into this flow where you say something and yeah. you kind of uh, are in the same vibe or something. I think it goes really back to so, the seniority of people, to be honest. Because if you maybe. are working with juniors, then it's more about how to write the if statement or how to do something. The more senior people you have, the more it goes about, okay, yeah. what are you actually trying to solve and why would you go down that path? And then that discussion goes that, that way. So and then the question would be, if you, uh, with your standard pairing partner, reach a point where you're like reading your thoughts, and it's I can I can imagine it feels like oh we're in the zone, isn't that the time to try to find another pairing partner? Because if you both think the same way, if you yeah. both code the same way, then you're probably both not seeing the same thing. That's what I was trying to suggest. Yeah, yeah, we're both having yeah. the same yeah blind spot. Yeah, and I think it's like a, I remember this uh, 
Brazilian beach uh, volleyball and they were winning everything for years and at some point they're like yeah let's split because it became boring and I guess it's kind of the same thing you split your pair like yeah so let's, let's spice yeah. things up <laughs> yeah I'm not sure I still but, don't think it's in the in the coding style or whatever it's the fact that two people are looking at things and yeah you might be in a flow you might be thinking the same things but still it's about yeah, noticing the subtle differences or someone even the act of raising the finger, hey, I want to say this, it's enough to trigger you to think, okay, what did I miss? What did I not see? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think it matters. Yeah, but, but I think this coding style, I agree, but I think the coding style can also be decremental, like in the sense I used to pair with uh, this other guy, colleague from, uh, of us a long time ago, and if I would press one enter too much, he would stop me like, hey, you press one enter oh. too much. And I'm like, come on, man. This enter is but, not going to help. If this is the, the type of, uh, or, or let's say, oh, no, your ID uses spaces, not tabs, or oh. not tabs, that's spaces. Or, oh, my goodness, your finger is on the left. It's like, and I think this is a very, uh, and maybe that's what Arno said. Like, if you pair with junior, this is mostly the discussions. And then when you go to senior, they care less. Uh, <laughs> but don't be that guy. <laughs> Not necessarily. I also met seniors that, that act in that so way. So do you guys think that are, yeah. there are uh, problems or, or things that are just too trivial to be handled by a pair? Because like any way you cut it, a pair might add some complexity, right? Because you're going to say like, okay, how we're going to tackle this problem. We're going to have a discussion. You know, one guy's going to drive, the other guy's going to be the navigator. Oh, we need to write a test. Maybe we need to write an integration test for this because it's the right thing to do, right? And you don't want to lose face for your colleague, I guess. So do you think it overcomplicates stuff maybe sometimes? That's a good question. Like, for example, there are some simple things, adding a controller with a new API method, something. Yeah, let's, let's say, let's say you get a request like, hey, we have a banner here, and this banner needs to be red instead of blue. Are you going to pair? Yeah, I will pair on that, because you're going to have a lot of discussion <laughs> on what is red. <laughs> and if you're colorblind, uh, yeah, you also yeah. want a second yeah, pair of eyes. I need a pair of eyes. <laughs> I, I, the thing is, I, I think, especially maybe even the simple things, those are the dangerous things, right? Those are where you tend to just, ah, well, I do this every time. It's fine. So maybe so, yeah, but like, I wonder... Yeah. Go punch you. So it feels like we're trying to build a case that like you should pair for every single thing that you I'm do. I'm just and asking. Now Rolf is challenging that uh, presupposition. And I want to say, yes, there are things that you shouldn't pair on. And I know there are, but I'm kind of having difficulty coming up with one. Um, but like one that came up is I was trying to, what is it now? Uh, figure out how to render the videos for, I don't know, for the podcast that we're now recording. It's like, is that a pairing job? Yeah, I don't think so. Yes. I think it, yes. it has to do because more you did it with... Wrong. Uh, I, I think it... Oh, yeah, sure. I think it has to do more with the nature of a job. If it's a more complex type of work that you are... Um, it's not always really deterministic of what the outcome is or should be. It probably is useful to have more than one brain looking mm -hmm. at it. Yep. And... Uh, if it's a simple matter of completing things, I think that's what you're saying. So, I don't know, move pencil from here to there. No, you don't need to pair on that. Unless it's a very heavy pen. Or the pen is in the wrong place. Yeah, so, what I'm, so the knowledge work, yeah, that makes sense to pair on. Yeah, might be. Are you, are you yeah, guys picking up on the sound? It's or? fine. No, 
Okay. Yeah, but uh, and, and another thing I was wondering, right? So you have indeed like super simple tasks that you can have a debate on whether you should pair on it or not. But do you also, because sometimes how I feel is that, okay, you come, like let's say you go into the office, you're, you know, it's nine o'clock and you pair with someone until lunch. And then after lunch, you pair until like five o'clock. So you're, your brain is going to be on the entire day. Well, as, as you're alone, you know, I mean, you probably shouldn't, but everyone does it, right? You're going to Google something. You might go get some extra coffee. I think what Rolf is trying to say, because I lost him. I'm not sure about you guys. Yeah. 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 We're sure. blaming it on Eunice, by the way. Um, but I, I think what you're trying to say is should, be, should you take a break or something? And I think this speaks for mobbing. So instead of pairing, just mob with the whole team. So if you feel overloaded or whatever, you just split ways and go do something else. But the team can continue. <coughs> Yep. So since I learned about mobbing, pairing to me is kind of like, oh, first step, but why not do the whole way? Well, I think the, the reason is exactly that it is heavy. It, it, you need to really face your, uh, how do you call Yeah, fears, your insecurities. Mm -hmm. You need to expose yourself. You need to learn how to become better mm -hmm. at yourself, better at communicating, better at accepting the differences. You need to become, yeah, a better person. I think it's... Uh, uh, yeah it's hard and yeah in the beginning it requires a lot of energy a lot of efforts and then it gets easier and i think the outcome is better but i think the entry point is can be hard if you've done uh, working alone for too long but in the end of the day i think uh, you definitely get a more energy that you finish your day like okay i'm tired yeah. but i feel well, actually we did something not like i'm full of energy and i felt my day was useless so i think I prefer to have the other one. I'm tired, but I felt like we achieved something today than not feeling tired and just like, fuck, yep. what did I do? <laughs> no. Yeah, from a team perspective, if there's single persons working on something, just alone, what happens if they get sick? It makes sense to pair on certain yeah, things. For the knowledge sharing, breaking yeah. down the silos. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For the onboarding as well. I think it makes a great onboarding experience. If you're new in a team and you just pair with someone from the, from day one, I think that's the best way to be introduced to a new team. So for sure, that makes a lot of sense to me as well. It's better than so getting the link to the document pay, documentation portal right. because you know it's not up to date and you just there. Yeah, yeah sure, you're gonna get I some shitty bug this. that has been like in backlog for six years. Like, oh, you can start on this because it's super easy and no one, you know, no one bothered to fix it. But you can take it because yeah. uh, then you get familiar with everything. It's like, uh, come on, man. But it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. A lot. Um, so yeah, we've been talking a lot about the the pros so, and the cons. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Arno. Do you wanna? Oh, Punchy was it? Sorry, oh, Punchy, I wasn't looking. Oh, look at me. So, how would you, let's say, you go and work for uh, for within a team or a client that has never used this? How would you introduce pairing, or how would you um, try to oh, convince? Is maybe a hard word, but to get them curious about trying it, uh, and maybe in especially environments where they they are maybe heavily controlled. So it's like where, oh, people are sometimes perceived as resources. It's like, how do you build a case that two people working on one thing is more beneficial than everybody working on individual uh, tasks? Um, finishing one thing is better than working on 10 things. Is it? And you tend to finish it sooner if you're working on it with more people. 
because you can think from different aspects, you can create higher quality. So it's actually finished. Well, I don't know, like in the end, I, I, because that's also one of my question. What if you are one of these engineers who like to over engineering thing, and then you are pairing with a guy who also like over engineering thing, and then you are pairing for two weeks over engineering things, because I have seen that, mm -hmm. and then you get nothing done. So. I, I agree that in general, I get definitely more done padding, but I can imagine a situation that you get a bad combo that over engineering the whole product. Uh, but I think I would propose, I would bring a ring, I would kneel it. Do you want to pair with me today? <laughs> <laughs> and then, I want to see this, man. <laughs> oh, and then I, would, awesome. I, I always invite first. <laughs> I always invite first and then I ask, uh, come on, let's just try. And uh, yeah, that's how... I think you should do it. You don't need per se to explain. You should just say, I yeah, wanted to try what's this. the worst that could happen yeah. indeed? Let's, Let's just do give it. it a go. Yeah. But exactly. And I also just did it. The worst is no. I also did they just say do no. it a few times. I was just a new customer. I just sat next to them. Yeah, hey, what are you doing? Nobody yeah. asks, you know, you just, I don't know, with the remote work, yeah. it might be a bit hard, but. Uh, <clears throat> No, and in the end, right, if they say like, hey, you guys are wasting time, you just say you are in a meeting, yeah. then it's okay. Nobody's <laughs> going to complain. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good pro tip for every listener. If you want to try it, just like call it a meeting. Exactly. Don't call pet programs. Say we are in a meeting the whole day. Go to a different and, room. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk to you tomorrow. Do you guys, do you guys think uh, companies should enforce pet programming? Say like, okay, you guys have to do it, at least with two. No. Okay, so why not? If it's so, if it's so awesome, if it's so good, what's so bad about enforcing it? I think you need to want to do it. Otherwise, there's no point. Or you need to see the benefits or whatever. Yeah, man, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to make a very bad joke. Like when you are forced to get married, <laughs> right? It doesn't work. Well, you need to there are all uh, cultures to disagree, man. <laughs> <laughs> and true. <laughs> So maybe Rolf has a point. Maybe you should force it. I don't know. I, I think it's a point to explore, but I don't think my out of my head, like I don't think you should okay, force so it. So maybe but, not uh, force because that's a bit maybe too much we should control, but what well, incentivize it somehow? Like people who pair get a bonus at the end of the month. That would be you get double pay. Oh, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, I don't think any company would be know, willing man. to do that. I'm paying already two developers to do of the job of one, and you get a bonus if you do it. Yeah, but you get twice exactly, the quality. The productivity goes <laughs> through the roof. Which you cannot measure. <laughs> yeah, so? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Food for thought. I don't know. No, I wouldn't enforce it. I would describe it why it's important. Or if, if things break down or something, mention, hey, yeah. why didn't you pair on this? Yeah. Well, but it is kind definitely of hard, right? promote some it. people are doing it yeah some some people are just doing it and then they really you know, they try for a week and then they say it's too tiring mm -hmm. and then they stop it you know if you enforce it you know well we think the quality goes up but what's the bond yeah. there i do get it it can be tiring but then maybe there's also something wrong in the team if it's too tiring to work with your colleagues in the team I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna ask a question. How did you feel uh, about pairing with Pancha? You know, two fights a day. And this was the wrong with your team. <laughs> no, there was nothing well, wrong with the team. We had different points of view. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, we no, didn't but understand that's, that's the thing. So we had to see. We have, we the had same to go now. through He's it. Lagging and... <laughs> ah, 
But then you go back to the previous point, you have to go through it and then you get aligned, but then you should search a new pair. Not necessarily. Yeah, it's never ending. Is this constant? Is this constant flow of uh, changing pairs and getting better and growing yeah. together? Is uh, it, it never ends? It's not like there is no end goal. No, but I'm not it's sure just if like the goal is to become the, the greatest pair ever and then find a new pair. It's more about delivering the greatest work. Yeah, but should you force yes. it? So why not? Why not force it? Uh, because we had a podcast about command and control and we're against command and control. So I think if enforcing... <laughs> exactly. It's like, yeah, you're, you're doing Scrum. Why? Like, even if I were to be the biggest advocate of pair programming in the world, if I had a manager that says, like, you have to pair program here. All right, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go solo here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rebel. <laughs> yeah. or, or I'm going to pair and I'm just going to sit there because then I'm proving my point. So I don't think there's a point. Yeah. Because and just like any because right now it seems really bad, but we had to align our thinking and our communication style and kind of like, okay, how does this work? Because if I said something, well, we all had last uh, a few episodes back, we had this example of Pansy actually leaving the meeting table and we're all like, what? And to him, that was normal. So we, we, and I'm pretty sure he had a few thoughts about me as well, but it's taking him too long to respond. So I'm just continuing. But I think that's what you need to learn. Okay, if I say this, then he reacts like this. And then I spend two days thinking, okay, is he now being, um, um, is he simply wrong or am I doing something? And in the end, it triggers something. And so you become, you get closer yeah. and you understand. And in the end, I have to say it worked brilliantly. We knew what the, what the client was thinking. And yeah, we went to meetings and sometimes I would uh, know more about the background. And I started asking questions. I see Pansy thinking all of a sudden. I'm asking this. I'm like, ooh, didn't think of that. Yeah. Let's see. So it works. Sorry, Pansy. I, 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 I'm trying to uh, include you in this conversation, but I honestly think we have a five second lag or something. It doesn't sound like you are, but um, <laughs> good effort. <laughs> so the, the, the final subject I'd like to, uh, to touch on is like tools that can help people prepare because, uh, you know, we're still working from home most of the time. Uh, so do you guys have any preferred ways of pairing with someone else? Uh, is that like just hang out in a Google Meet or might it be something more sophisticated like, uh, you know, code with me that IntelliJ uh, now has? Uh, I don't know. Do you guys, like, for example, Panche and Sylvester? You guys uh, collaborated using Miro, I think. So. Uh, yep. They changed the UI. That's 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 so wrong, though. So you think you guys think that worked better than if you were like, let's say, in an office together with a whiteboard? I'm guessing not, right? No, no definitely not. No. We no, spent a day in an Ponce office in front of whiteboard, okay. and actually that worked really, really, really well. Yeah. So, I seem to remember you also started drawing on your own whiteboard in the evening. Yeah, yeah, but so, that's I think yeah. mostly that's I think mostly me. Uh, when I sketch out stories, I rather do them in uh, in a physical world instead of uh, a screen. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. Any other tools that uh, you guys would like to recommend here? Screen. Yeah, I actually used a lot of screen with a uh, few people, but of course it depends on the organization, but I liked a lot, but I just saw that they all get, they got acquired. So right. I don't know if they still accept people and, uh, and yeah, unfortunately I have to use teams, but the, it does get the job done. And, uh, I think in general, every tool works as long as 
Both yeah. parts are interested to make it happen. Uh, but I would say if you're starting with it, yeah, it's nice to have already like some experience of the tooling yeah. because otherwise just the entering point is yeah. a bit too much, too much of a friction. But, it, but I do think the tools are still a bit limited, to be honest. I use code with me yeah. and also the VS yeah. for live share. And it seems like you're in the editor, but sometimes some things just don't yeah. really work. Like import something, it just doesn't work. Sometimes, uh, sometimes it does. And so you are the client, let's say, of the host, and it's a bit, it's still a bit. Yeah, friction. it's definitely not seamless. I I agree. Like I use code with me a lot, and no. I don't know how. But then you know when you're typing and you're a client, then all of a sudden you're typing multiple characters with one stroke, or uh, you know the host did yeah. not give you access to a certain feature, so then you cannot do anything either. So uh, it's definitely uh, still in its early stages, I think. All right. So uh, yeah. yeah. I think uh, yeah, a while back, Sylvester. No, go. A, a while back, I think we used actually just whereby, just oh, screen I sharing. I about that, whereby. Yeah. Also did a trick. Yeah, man, there's a lot of tools out there. Yeah. So uh, final thoughts about pairing. Yeah. Should you do it or should you do it? Uh, should you not do it? I don't know. What's your final thought? <clears throat> I think you should do it, but not all the cool. time. Sylvester. No, you, you should, should not. Instead of pairing. Yeah. All right. Makes sense. Punchy. Definitely. It was also even a tip from uh, Chris Foss when negotiating uh, all kinds of uh, deals for FBI. They always had a he always had a backup negotiator that was keep his blind side. Yeah. All right. So so Anik. Yeah. Every all the way, and then of course, if you can mob, you mob. If you cannot, you pair it. And then if you cannot, you should take a break. <laughs> but I don't think you should work alone. And uh, I concur with that last one. Well, with most people here, of course, everyone. Uh, I think also think you should just pair. I, I think it makes sense for 99% uh, of the things that you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis if you're uh, working in IT, probably even 100%. So uh, just just go pair or or even better, go and go ahead and mob. But uh, pairing might be a bit easier to uh, to convince people to give a try because the opportunity cost is a lot lower. All right, I think that wraps it up uh, for today's episode. Uh, you guys uh, have any final thing to add or should we wrap it up here? Yeah, all right. So Sounds I want to thank the listener. Uh, you Thanks. know, we're here at the Eugene Storm, I think the name is. So uh, the connection has been a bit uh, rough for today because uh, yeah, Storm and uh, I don't know, man, like maybe some, some cables is going to be damaged here. It's code orange, man, you never know. <laughs> So uh, I hope you guys uh, listened through the episode. Uh, if you did, uh, thank you a lot. We appreciate it. And uh, send us a comment or, uh, you know, uh, email to podcast at uh, or reach out on Twitter at 4Scouts. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks again and bye-bye.